that I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack. What more do you want from me? Hey, when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Grab him by the pussy. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. I felt guilty once, but you woke up halfway through. I'm gonna put my foot in your ass. Is that clear, dummy? Three or three. You big dummy. Yo, 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 yeah. what's good, y'all? What's poppin' out there in the world? Convos with the bros, episode number six. Shit, man, six? Yeah, we've been, we've been consistent with it so far, man. Number six. Damn. Um, let's see, what we got to talk about this week? What happened last week? Oh, no, first and foremost, I was, I was mad at myself. Fucking happy Black History Month, bro. We didn't get that off on the damn. last podcast. Hey, happy Black History Month. Damn, I guess. Damn, I guess shit. Well, I was ashamed I, of myself. Yeah, <laughs> ironic, though, I think, because, you know, Black History Month is the shortest month of the year, so kind of, I guess, you know, niggas forget right. to appreciate themselves, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> having a month is better than having no month. No matter how yeah, it is. I, I, I'd like a lifetime, you know, for blacks to be appreciated. But I guess we'll start from a month and work our way up. This motherfucker, we're gonna be on our uh, our Chinese shit. You know, how they got a whole year, year of the chicken, year of the rabbit, yeah. year of the year of the black man. Yeah, you're the black man. Shit, just a year. Can you give a, like at least give us a year by this time? Like, damn, motherfucker. <laughs> it was a year to shoot the black man for for a cool ass minute. Like, can we get a year just to you know? <laughs> That was kind of last year, like a month. <laughs> yeah, you had to shoot the black man. Shit. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Uh, let's see what happened. Oh, let's talk about the NBA trade deadline, all the trades that happened. My goodness. Cavs just said, fuck it. It just blew their whole shit up. You know what's funny? That would have had the same effect if they would have just got rid of two motherfuckers. Who? J.R. Smith and Tristan Thompson. <laughs> I don't know. I think they they just had a whole bunch of drama going on in their locker room. Yeah, but they, that's like they couldn't get rid of that nigga. They couldn't get rid of them. That's the only niggas they couldn't get rid of. That's why they still there. Yeah, I thought uh, I would. I definitely thought uh, they would have got moved. I think they they made some offers for them, but the other the other teams just didn't like the offer. I guess they didn't like the players. They get. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess the owner was like, I'm gonna just get rid of these new guys that we just brought in and we're gonna keep our same squad that we won the championship with. I guess uh, just trying yeah. to trying to build upon that. Yeah, for what 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 what's left shit. Fucking what the next yeah, they've they been um since the trade, they've been playing good. They, well they've been looking good. Well yeah, I mean um I guess, you know, uh, any adjustment is a good adjustment not to take away from it. Um, and like you said, there was drama in the locker room. But, I mean, you know, people looking at Isaiah Thomas crazy, but not looking at LeBron because, like, nigga, he, he's the reason why this shit's happening. Like, you, you pick up, a, 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 you know, you pick up Isaiah Thomas. And to be honest, the whole teammate playing defense, the only thing I had issue I had with Isaiah was attacking Kevin Love. But, I mean, like, you know, we'll see what happens, man. I mean, they—I they, think that was a good trade overall. Like, you needed some, 
some young players. You needed some niggas that wasn't like, oh, you know, I'm just here to collect the check. Cause a lot of them players on the Cavs was there to collect the check. Iman Shumpert, that nigga ain't been good since I don't know what. What college he play for? Like, nigga really mm-hmm. ain't. He really ain't never. You know what I'm saying? Like he never. Like, like I feel like niggas that players that are tall, you know, kind of tall and lengthy, and can't do nothing else. They just call him a great defender, even though they're not doing that shit either. But Iman Shumpert, I think, is a pretty decent defender. But at the same time, like that's all he's there for. He's he really not doing shit. I wouldn't be either. If I got Tiana Taylor, now I'd be too busy, man. Like my legs would never. I would never have no legs on me, my nigga. Like <laughs> they they traded him, right? He he got traded, right? Yeah, he got traded. They traded uh D Rose. Yeah. Where did D or did D Rose? Oh, D Rose went to the Jazz, and they and uh, the Temple was talking about picking him up. Which I don't know if they want to do that. I don't think they want to. Like it's not it's not a good like he just gonna be on the bench. And like other than Tibbs, like I mean that's cool, but low key you the you the you the reason why I'm here, nigga. You should <laughs> Hey nigga like <laughs> they gonna be up by thirty and he gonna put that nigga back in, that nigga body just gonna cave in, man. Like keep Tibbs that's... away from Derrick Rose, man. Um That's kinda crazy. Like the uh like most of the Bulls' key players are on the fucking Timberwolves, man. With their coach, with their coach, which you know, and they're good, and they got extra dope players. So it's like, all right, yeah, yeah. So that's an interesting dynamic. But I think Tib definitely deserved, uh, you know, to get that job. I think he should have been GM for Chicago. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, it's just because you own a team, don't mean you know how to run a team and. You know, now whew, my bulls is Yeah, they looking they looking like a, they have a bright future. Yeah. But right now Zach the, Bean, yeah. Zach Bean over there doing the same. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to uh I don't know, maybe LeBron come to Chicago, man. And fuck up our team and shit. Uh no, don't, don't hold your breath. I won't. I won't. <laughs> Uh, um, Isaiah Thomas to the Lakers. What you what you think about that? Shit, man. Um, that's dope. I think I think that I think that's gonna work better for him. I think he's he again. He's uh he's he's kind of back in Boston if you think about it. Um, we don't have a definitive star. I mean, we. I'm not a fucking Lakers fan. Anyway, Lakers don't have <laughs> Lakers don't have a definitive star, and um, I think. You know, working towards the end of the season, I think he'll probably he'll catch his form again, and he like the second half, and he'll take off. So I mean, uh, after that, it's uh, you know, if if um, barring Lonzo not leaving because the Lakers don't pick up Leangelo trash ass, you know, uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna get to, we're gonna get to that. In a okay, okay, but you know, um, I think he'll this will be top and shine. There's nobody really in his way, and from what I what I've been feeling for a long time, LeBron is is an overrated leader. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I think that clash anyway, two ball-dominant players. And uh, I think I think we'll see some improvements from him. I think he'll get the love. He, he, he's he been deserving, you know, like the nigga, yeah. man, they acting like he just, you know, like you're not injured. Like trash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, I was, I was kind of like, like iffy on it until I found out the actual reason why they made the trade. I guess it was just like a big salary dump because mm-hmm. I guess Jordan Clarkson 
was making a lot of money, and um, Larry Nance. I don't, I don't know exactly what they was making. I know the Clarkson was getting bread because he just resigned not too long ago. So I guess they did the move to create cap space, and I don't think they're actually hoping on like Isaiah Thomas like resigning. Oh yeah, with them. Oh yeah. And um, I do think it's kind of a good opportunity for IT because, uh, like you said, it is kind of similar to, like, the Boston situation he was in. Yeah. Um, and I think as, like, the season goes or goes on, I think he's going to get back to, like, being himself, like how he was in Boston. Definitely. Yeah. I definitely agree. LA, I guess LA is a different environment than uh, the Cavs. Because I guess over there he was playing a lot of like off ball, catch and shoot, and he wasn't really being like ball dominant. Because I don't think anybody who plays with LeBron is ball dominant. Which yeah. Is probably why he left. Yeah. Um, you want yeah, a playmaker, but you won't let nobody else make plays, nigga. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I do, I like Channing Fry. Channing Fry is, Channing Fry is good. He's, Big, you can tell, tell when LeBron was mentioning all the players that left, he was mad Channing Fry left. Like, he really fucked with Channing Fry. Like, oh, yeah? Yeah, if you look at the interview, he would say Channing and, like, smile. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he really, like, whatever whatever Channing brought, whether it was, you know, on the court or off the court, like, in the locker room, I think he really liked uh, having Channing Fry there, like, you know, playing with him and shit. Yeah. Yeah, so – I think the Cavs getting uh, Rodney Hood and George Hill was a great pickup. Yeah, yeah solid, right. man. I think, and I think they will flourish with LeBron because they, you know, George Hill moves the ball and Rodney Hood, you know, is a competent uh, – he's a two-guard, right? Yeah, like two, three. Three, yeah. So I think that will help because they're lacking in the two-guard. They've been lacking in the two-guard position for a while. Like, so, you know, once uh, – you know, I think I think that'll definitely, um, you know, shift things. And I think LeBron attitude might change a bit. You know, uh, dealing mm-hmm. with these younger players, and you know, and I think I think it'll work. Something something's gonna work. Then so. D Wade back in Miami. Man, they was like, "Hey, man, take your ass home, nigga." Like, <laughs> goodbye. Yeah, that, that was good looking out by the Cavs to do that. Yeah, that means he probably gonna retire, man. Like, that's it, right? I think another year, maybe two. Because because that squad is solid too. Yeah, you might see the only. I don't want to say he's the leader, but he's the leader. (laughs) Like I don't think anybody would have an issue with D Wade coming back, uh, because I think the way he plays and how he is with his team, you know, it's a lot of you know respect given. Yeah. to receive back as as opposed to make my feelings as a LeBron and just like, I'm LeBron, you're going to do what I say. Like, D-Wade, I think, has always been a better teammate than LeBron. So, and just leader, period. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. All right. Uh, Mr. LeVar Ball is back in the headlines. That's a motherfucker, man. Like, it's, been, it's been a while. It's been a while. I guess since he's been overseas over there doing his thing. Yeah, LeVar Ball's back in headlines. He said uh, Lonzo Ball won't resign with the Lakers unless they sign LeAngelo Ball. Should we take this comment serious or should we just be like, oh, it's just another LeVar Ball comment? Shit. Uh, it's a joke either fucking way. It's a joke True. either way. I think uh, if he's serious, 
Um, this is this should be where father and son part ways. Yeah. Um, if he's not, you know, ha ha ha. But I, I still don't think that should even be put out there. Like that's just a dumbass statement. I'm not drafting your fucking brothers. That pretty much play like it'd be clutter on the court, man. Like. The players that they were in high school are not going to be the players they are if they even make it to the league. You know what I'm saying? That That's almost a threat to say, shit, pick up Leangelo with the fucking, like, there's no telling how good the Lakers are going to be, so they're going to have high picks. So you want me to pick Leangelo, like, like in the second round, the first pick of the second round? Like, fucking crazy. No. You know I'm saying he was saying, like, they don't have to draft him. Like, Sign just him? signing him. Yeah, in free agency. He just oh, wanted him, like, on the Lakers. Oh, that's – well, in that case, that could put him in a bad spot if Leangelo might actually thrive in another system on another team. But to sign the nigga, sure, sign him to a uh, $500,000 or a 10-day contract. I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> just test, test him out. Get a little test drive. Yeah. You could say you <laughs> but, tied him. Uh, yeah. But – um. Where he's like, uh, like mistaken is he think Lonzo could leave in two years. Lonzo's on a four-year rookie contract that has a two-year option for the so team. Yeah, for the team, not a player. <laughs> That'd be some team. shit. They could get draft, drafted with a player option. Player option. That's wild. That's some shit LeBron might have had in today's NBA. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. But yeah, so his two-year plan is actually really a four-year plan. And I don't know. I guess he was also saying like, oh, if he if he doesn't if they don't if the Lakers don't sign him or whatever, he'll just send Leangelo back overseas with Lamelo, and then wait till Lamelo's done, and then they both come, and then try to offer him up like a package. What's going to end up happening is Leangelo going to keep going back, and it's going to be one time when him and Melo go back, and then Leangelo don't come back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're going to try and try. And then Leandro guys just going to have to stay in Lithuania or some shit, man. You just got to get accustomed to the to the, to the 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 culture and shit, man. Because uh, <laughs> my thing is, like, nigga, why? Like, Leandro at least should be in the G League, you know, at some point. Because, yeah. like, all that playing in Lithuania, like, we're looking at players from Lithuania. Like, yeah. nobody's looking really going to look at a guy that could – like, that can't make the G League, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I'm pretty sure, you know, after whatever time he can qualify to go to the NBA, he should hit the G League because at that point he needs to be playing with all the talent that is almost at the cusp of joining the NBA, so. And then it's, like, a lot of people, like, on, uh, I guess, ESPN and, like, social media, everybody's just, like, overreacting, like, oh, Lonzo, Lonzo needs to get traded. Lonzo – Lonzo ain't doing shit. That's his daddy talking all this shit. And that's yeah. y'all put the energy towards it, saying, oh, now we need to trade Lonzo. Like, Lonzo just being Lonzo. Lonzo ain't saying one bad thing. That sounds like some dumb shit Stephen A would say. Yeah, probably. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, like, they need to trade. I don't know. They might need to trade him. I don't know. <laughs> so just, you know what I'm saying? He's a good brother. You know what I'm saying? Me and him are good friends. <laughs> you know, we talk on the weekends. And, and then, you know, sometimes when I'm hungry and I, it's late at night, you know, I call him to find out what's a good snack. Good brother, though. His family's good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I don't know. 
It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he going to kiss your ass, and then he probably going to tell Nation Trey Lonzo. So, um, yeah, I, I just – I don't – I don't – I'm not buying it. I'm, it's it's laughable. It's uh, – some sometimes I go, you know, he's being a good dad, but at this point, he's not even hurting his son's career. He's just fucking annoying. Like, it's just shut up. You know, yeah. like – A little over the top. Yeah, like – Nepotism in the NBA only happens if you're a legend, you know, or a coach. <laughs> if you're none of those, you're not going to get your rookie son to get his other brothers in the fucking league. Like, he's not that good. Like, LeBron is almost – like, I don't, I, don't, I don't, I'm almost willing to say LeBron isn't that good to get – well, yeah, LeBron is probably the only person that good enough to get a motherfucker into the league like that. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they um one of the uh social media like sports writers or whatever said they should trade uh Lonzo Ball and the Cavs draft pick for Devin Booker. Nigga, Phoenix ain't doing that for Devin Phoenix. Booker. Like Phoenix, like get Lonzo who can't shoot, or get a, a a young dude that can drop seventy at any given point. He can drop him. Like if you drop seventy points as a which is a rookie, right? At the time, or one year, I think like, I think it was his second year. Second, second year. Anybody that drops seventy in their second year and is healthy, that means it's any point they can average thirty plus a night. I don't need look. We don't need Lonzo. I yeah, Devin Booker definitely better than Lonzo Ball. Like, I, I don't. And then Lonzo, I don't think he'll ever be better if we're going to straight line compare the two. Even though the games are different, hell no. He definitely, he, he definitely ain't going to be a better shooter. Nah, and then. The Cavs pick is still low key gonna be kind of high unless it's like yeah. from from another team, like if it's from Brooklyn or whatever that trade was. Who the hell wants a a, a 23rd pick and you just got rid of Devin Booker? Like who like what what's going on? Like, yeah, they they tripping. Man. Hey, but with those with those picks, man, you like you never know, man. Cause like Kyle Kuzma, that nigga was drafted like twenty-seventh. And he's like top three and rookie of the year. Yeah, and that so, and that's, I mean, you just gotta this is a little bit of luck, I guess. Yeah, like like but that's luck as opposed to like really putting that shit really that being the reason to make that bad trade. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Yeah, like if it just happens to happen that way, cool, but we not trading like Devin Booker though. Like that's that would be like I'm not re signing next year. We have to trade him. That type yeah. of shit. Yeah, that's other than that, like you, you at home, nigga. <laughs> like, <laughs> He ain't going nowhere. Um, did you hear about the uh, the Martin reboot? Doing the Martin reboot? Yeah. How you, how, you feel, how you feel about it? I am not okay with that. Why? Not okay. Because I just feel like the magic that was Martin, like the energy is going to be different. Like Tommy's dead. Like, like it's just it's just different, man. Like I, I don't I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily like. I'm gonna watch it, and I hope it does great. But I just don't. I think, you know, um, I think certain shows should just, like, you know, go off into the sunset. Use all the same characters and come up with a new concept. I would mm-hmm. love to see all of them together, but like, put it in a different concept, man. Like, you know, um, I'm. I, I, don't I don't think. I don't think it's gonna be. Uh, as bad as what everybody's uh, making it out to be. 
because I don't think they're going to be in the same apartment doing the same shit. I think it's going to be kind of like modernized. And like what I mean by that is I feel like it's going to be like an actual like TV show. And it's not just going to be um, like what Martin was because majority of uh, Martin episodes took place either in his apartment, somebody else's apartment, or at the radio station. Yeah. And I, I feel like it's going to be like an actual TV show. You know what I mean? Not not saying that it wasn't, but I don't know. I think I'm, I'm for it. I think they're going to do something good with it. Hopefully, hopefully they do. I hope so. Um, I, man, I don't know. I I, I kind of agree with you on the point where like certain uh, TV shows or movies kind of do just need to be left alone because there's no way you could create something that's going to better it. But I've been wanting to see another Friday movie for the longest. <laughs> I see I that. Say that. <laughs> yeah, but, the, but there's a difference between the movies and the TV show, like, TV show has so many episodes. You know what I'm saying? Like, Martin went on for, like, what, five, six seasons or something? Like, next Friday, like, you can come, like, like they show, like, even each Friday's been a completely different concept, right? Mm-hmm. Each one. Over the span of Martin, it was the same concept. And now it's, like, like where you can see, like, in, even in Friday, he moved around a lot of different places. Like, Martin, like you said, it was only three spots. Like, where are they going to be in the house now? What is he going to be running a radio station? You know, who are you going to bring in under him? Probably some motherfuckers off of Instagram or some shit. Like, that's cool. Yeah. It's like, where, like, like, where are you really going with this? Like, I hope it does great. But I just, I know the tempo is going to be slower. I just hope they don't use a studio audience. Um, but I don't know. Like, like I just feel like, like they might come a different way with it. I'm just like y'all could have did this shit like maybe ten years ago or some shit. Like, kind of. Yeah, I think it's gonna be new. I think it's gonna be new characters. There's, of course, there's gonna be those same main characters: Martin, Gina, Pam, and Cole. And uh, I don't know if they're gonna <laughs> bring Bretman. He might have a son that they call Bretman or something like that. Bretman on the third floor. <laughs> Yeah, probably. But I think it's going to be new characters. I don't, I, I don't know. I'm for it, though. I ain't mad about it like everybody else says. They might move it to a different city. That 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 probably change the dynamic. Yeah. Might come to L.A. or some shit. Yeah, that, that would be... Nah, I could see that, you know. That'd be cool. All right. Uh, shit, what up? That's all I had on my list. You got anything else you wanted to mention? Uh, talk about? Man, well, you know, I was, uh, you know, cruising uh, the internet as I do on my days, you know, uh, chilling. Oh man, I, I seen a, a video of Quavo, uh, not Quavo, Offset from the Migos. Man, nigga was like smoking at Fashion Week, man. Oh, yeah, and, uh, yeah, nigga was like lighting up, smoking weed, not a cigarette. And uh, you know, a lot of people was kind of like, you know, oh shit, or you know. And um, I had an interesting thought myself. I was like, like you know, they mad at the nigga for like smoking weed, but the motherfucking models in the back is doing coke, so I mean, you can't really be mad at a nigga. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you know, I'm smoking up here, you know, and um, it was just interesting. I ain't never seen no shit like that, man. Like, that's some some low, that's some rock star shit, man. Like, you know, 
That's some some wear a, some jean shorts and a white tee to the White House type shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 you know. Uh, so a lot of people saying some nigga shit. I was like, like you know, ain't nobody tripping. And, did he get Did he get kicked out or anything? Nah, nobody did shit. They were just like chill, like they didn't smell, like they like it wasn't there. Like nigga was like it's it's customary for him to you know like <laughs> that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So I was just like, all right, well, salute to him. But they ain't kicked the nigga out. The fuck it. Got that celebrity privilege. Yeah, celebrity privilege. I mean, it's just a bony, a bunch of bony motherfuckers walking on stage anyway. That probably spiced it up. Probably helped helped uh, everybody kind of like, you know, I was bored as fuck, but now I'm high as shit, man. This shit is great. <laughs> Office coming to life and shit. You know what I'm saying? I think I think he helped everybody. Honestly, yeah, everybody in contact high. Oh <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. They all close anyway. And shit sitting all extra close like they had a high school basketball game or something. Like <laughs> shit, man. Yeah, so. Hey, did you see um that fucking Best Buy about to stop selling CDs? Oh no! I, somebody told me that shit like last week. I was like, yeah. "What? Man, it's an old motherfucker." But what the fuck? Like, like not DVDs, but CDs. CDs, music. Yep. Damn. That's I, that's crazy. That's too soon, man. Yeah, that's that just show you how fast like. Time is moving, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like CDs only been around with the last since like the early 90s, maybe like late 90s when they really started picking up. Yeah, because I remember when my uh, my sister was fucking selling CDs, nigga, like burning bootleg CDs, CDs and she was selling them, motherfucker. Yeah, like yeah. that's crazy. So, like, do you think? Like CDs are they gonna become like a collector's item in the future, kind of like how like vineyard records are. Shit, if you can keep the motherfuckers up from being scratched the fuck up, like yeah, it's, it's, it's possible, but man, like 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 you could um like like you could take a vineyard chest and slap a motherfucker in the face, you know what I'm saying? And you'd be more worried about the motherfuckers' face than the VHS, you know what I'm saying? Like with a CD, like you hit a motherfucker with a CD. You be like, oh, it's good, but then you just drop that motherfucker bent or something like, yeah. So, um, <laughs> if you can maintain them, cool, man. Um, I think that you know it's interesting because you know not too long ago, like uh, one of my favorite stores closed down, uh, FYI or FYE in uh, Torrance, mm-hmm. and you know used to be able to go and buy a CD because certain stuff, man, like you can't find on uh, Apple or. Or um, what's the other one? Spotify or whatever. Like a lot of the music now is just by more close to like major artists or some independent artists. But there's a lot of stuff that is older or just um, not necessarily on on the spectrum that is dope. And you know, just like going to Blockbuster back in the day, you might be you know browsing for a CD and come across something else that you either. Or got you didn't have or like oh shit like I've been looking for this but I ain't been able to find it so I think it's uh you know it's I guess it's a business move but I think it's gonna kind of take some of the intimacy out of like just really you know looking for music you know because you could type in a specific person on your iPhone or whatever but you know sometimes it's about those finds or those things you come across and it's kind of like taking away like 
it's kind of pushing us closer to just living at, living at home, doing it, doing everything, you know, other than um, maybe going to work. So it just kind of um, it's bittersweet. I think you know it's always good to progress, but I just I just ah. Yeah, I I wonder if if that uh so like is Best Buy no longer gonna sell music? Yeah, that's a big part of the bottom line, I would assume. Yeah, like um is it like in the music section? Is there gonna be like just fucking barcodes where you're like, Oh, I'm gonna buy this, let me scan my phone. (laughs) Like that's crazy, like I don't know. But we should have we should have known this was coming because like Shit, a lot of cars nowadays don't even come with CD players. And, like, a lot that's of laptops whack. don't come with CD players. That's whack, man. Like, that's so whack. You know what I'm saying? I got mixtapes. You ever just, like I said, man, you ever just come across an old CD and be like, damn, man, what's on this motherfucker? And you hear some shit like, oh, shit. So then you like, oh. You, of course, you're going to then you're going to take it and probably upload it to your, you know, your computer or whatever just so you got the digital copy. But, you know, sometimes, like... You forget your phone or your phone battery low. Let me see it pop it in, you know? Like, I just think that, I think there's always room for CDs because, like, what's Best Buy going to do now? They got appliances and DVDs. Are we going to stop selling DVDs then? Like, so then y'all slowly going out of business, man. Like, I, I think there's some people that go and look for CDs, man. I think it's probably less, but. I'm sure there is, just like there's people who only, um, buy like actual like vineyard records because they have like record players um, yeah. they cost more but i guess that's more of like a collector's item they say it sounds better me personally i never could tell the difference i don't have an audio i'm not an audiophile so well i think too um so you've heard vinyl before as opposed like you heard vinyl and then mm-hmm. oh, okay because i've heard that too i think um i think what i hear a lot too is like djs and stuff like that when they take samples or when they're mixing, you can hear, like, the subtle nuances of, like, something in the background that, you know, or a little bit, you know, whatever. I think yeah. more, they say, I, like I say, I agree. I, I really, but I really haven't had the chance to hear, like, one and then the other. Um, but I think, now that you mentioned that, I think that would be dope if um, Best Buy maybe sold vinyl instead of, you know, that might sound crazy, but, like, if they started selling vinyl instead of CDs, I think that would be dope. But see, I think the vinyl thing, vinyl is like, and I guess an antique. You know, yeah, Best Buy is like modern. You know, what I mean, you ain't yeah. see no old shit in Best Buy. Best Buy is all new. And so, I guess if you want like a venue record, you just got to go to a shop that uh, specializes in selling those kind of records. That's fair. That is, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. But um. Yeah, as far as digital shit, I definitely see a lot of uh, like businesses losing business because everything's just going straight to online, and like it's kind of yeah, it's kind of like a bittersweet thing because I can't tell you the last time I went to the store and actually bought a DVD. All the DVDs I buy are from Amazon Video, where I buy it and I instantly just watch it. Gotcha. So, Gotcha. The, um, the what's what, the the change from just hardware to over to software is like it's happening. Basically. Yeah, it's, whew, it's it, it's fast though. Like you know, 
I mean, you know, like you said, when's the last time you bought an actual CD or DVD? But still, man, like CDs, like it's kind of like shocking a little bit. Like we knew VHS was on its way out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But I think it's because it was like you're you're replacing CDs with something that physically is intangible. I mean, it's an actual thing, but it's not something like that you can hold in your hand. You can't hold a video file, yeah. you know? And so it's going like even more magical, you know, because it's like, oh, okay, cassette, that's okay. Now it's like, oh, it's a disc? This little skinny thing got movie on it? Now it's like, the fucking music's in the air. They like, you don't see it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I could be in Zimbabwe and download or listen to a, a concert that's happening in, in Iceland or some shit. So yeah. it's um When we had that group group discussion in one of my classes, we were talking about um like tangible versus things that are intangible. Mm-hmm. And the example we use was like a um say a college college basketball star balls out, had a good game, had forty points, triple double or whatever stat line, and the next morning uh he sees himself in the newspaper on the front page and it's a headline and it's saying all these good things like the feeling of the feeling of seeing yourself in a physical newspaper versus seeing yourself in that news newspaper's website article online is a different feeling like yeah. it feels better to see yourself and have a cut out piece of a paper of yourself mm-hmm. in the newspaper as opposed to just seeing yourself as an article on a website yeah, that's a. Whew, I remember that feeling, man. I saw my name in the newspaper for track one time. Yeah, I it's, I it's it. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a, um, a different feeling. And um, I don't know. It's like certain certain things do need to remain like uh, like physical only, mm-hmm. and not like move over to digital. Yeah, because like also the thing with digital. That shit can be like erased. Yeah, physical. Right. And shit got to catch on fire or something. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking the same thing. You got to burn that shit, man. You can't just like, oh, well, I just pressed delete accidentally. You can't accidentally yeah. just like if you knock a piece of paper off on the floor, like it's still there. Like you know, what I'm saying like yeah. you got to burn that shit, man. You got to like whatever you do, like it's gonna be on purpose. Like you can be like, oh, I accidentally deleted a piece of paper. Like nigga, no, you. You threw it in the you threw it in the trash. You set it on fire. You you hit it. Like you know what I'm saying. Like you're, you're held more. You can be held accountable more for that. Like that. It's just yeah. It's something you can hold, man. Like like yeah. It's it's definitely a different feeling, man. Um, and definitely. I think and I also think to a certain degree, maybe a small degree, just us having to look at our screens all the time. I think for me, like I, it's dope to have a book that you can carry with you and have three or 400 books in it. But I want to mm-hmm. like an actual paperback book, you know what I'm saying? That I could look at and, and, uh, you know, read and not have my eyes, at least me, like I'm blind, you know, not have my <laughs> eyes all messed up, you know, looking at a screen, you know, almost 24 hours. So. Yeah, um, I mean, I, me personally, I don't like physical books. I like the paper. I, all, I, all I read on is on my phone. With my uh, Amazon Kindle app, yeah. shout out to Amazon. <laughs> they Amazon. Plenty. That's the that's the only way I read books is on my phone. And then on top of that, I like I don't like actually like reading. 
I like the audio books. Uh, I was like, right, I was like, this nigga, yeah, this nigga, I like this. <laughs> I like, like the I'm happening. Like, I read along while they're talking. I don't know. I just retain information better when someone is speaking it to me rather than just reading it by myself. I think that's dope. I think, you know, especially that's evolution because I'm, I'm in between, man. Like, I am a more hands-on person, but somebody talking and telling me, like, I need to see it. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, um, like, you know, so I think for me, it's like reading would kind of help. But, yeah, that's. Yeah, man, you 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 want them uh them cyborg niggas or something, man. I'm starting that niggas, man. I, I gotta watch you now. I didn't know you was doing all that shit, man. Processing information and reading, nigga talking to you and reading. I know he's saying what's on the paper, but still, like I'd be like, wait, wait, what? Did he mumble that? That's not on the paper. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just wanted right. them old niggas. Yeah, I'm, I'm old. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm a, a old head, as they would call it. That's for old big head ass. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Shit. Uh, anything else we need to talk about? Um, what else? Ooh, is that it? We covered everything. I think we. Uh, oh man. So, uh, Quincy Jones, man. Oh yeah. Um, keep it one hundred with you. I don't know who Quincy Jones is. You're joking. I've heard the name, but I do not know who he is. My nigga. Throw yourself in the trash right now, sir. Hey, I'm just being honest. I can't oh, be yeah. like, oh, yeah, I know what to go. You would throw yourself in the trash. Just go ahead. Just, just jump like somebody threw you and just land in that motherfucker. Man, um. Rather than me do that, how about you just enlighten me? Okay, then I'll tell you. Then I'll throw you myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Man, uh, and, and and I'm gonna keep like, basically he's he's been an engineer to a lot of like legends' careers. Like he's worked with Michael Jackson, Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey. Um, like he's been a pivotal. If I'm not a, if I'm not mistaken, he's he's done like, did he fuck with Motown? But he basically had his hand in a lot of music that we know today. You know, so especially uh, black folks. But he's gone across several genres. Of music, he's a legend uh, musically. Um, just you know, um, if you were to say, "Hey man, like I'm I'm about to head to Quincy Jones' house to work on some music," niggas' jaws would drop. Like it's just he's just that guy. He's he's up there, man. He's worked with Prince, I'm sure, and 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 you know what I'm saying. So um, basically, uh, he has been like quote unquote spilling tea. And just talking like a lot of negative shit about a lot of you've heard, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and the thing that gets me is you want to tell us that, you know, Richard Pryor and Marlon Brando was fucking and all that good stuff. And ironically, not ironically, but oddly enough, it really doesn't kind of most people it don't look bad on Marlon Brando. They're like, oh, it's Marlon Brando. Like he, you know, I don't know. But Richard Pryor, like, yo. Like, well, all these people are dead. Every single person, for the most part, you're talking about either is dead or just died. You know, like... Can't defend yourself. Yeah, they can't defend themselves. And and talking about, you know, they sucking dick and all this shit. And I've heard rumors about Quincy Jones, but for some reason, you know, oh, I'm senile. Like, 
he can oh he's just spilling everybody else fucking business, but he ain't he, his shit locked in the safe apparently. He ain't said shit about himself. You know what I'm saying? And you know, talking about who killed JFK and shit. It's like nigga, where was you when he got shot? Why don't you say it then, nigga? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Tell that nigga way better, you know what I'm saying? Like, um I just think it is is bullshit. I just think he's going on a, a a smear campaign or talking shit just like phase on love, you know. Oh, I'm gonna talk shit about the comedian. So you talk shit to, about niggas on the musical side, but nobody's talking about. It's mainly just kind of crab in a barrel. You know what I'm saying? Like, no matter how much money you got, apparently you still want to pull motherfuckers down. You know? Are you like it'd be different? I feel like if he was just telling his own business. You know, cool. And then you know, throw out some stuff that he happened to be a part of, and then you know, this celebrity's here, that that celebrity's there. But as far as I know, he's not really. You know, that's not what's headline. That's not what's making headline. He's not, you know, majority shit that's out is about other people that, you know, can't defend themselves. And, um, do, you think he's li- do you think he's lying, though? Uh, I wouldn't. I don't think he's necessarily lying. Um, uh, they, were, had, they, were, they were saying, like, they don't think he's lying because, you know, the older you the less fucks you give. And he's not doing it for publicity, so it must be true. I mean, you you could say he's not doing it for publicity, but you know, for somebody that's been integral in music for a long time, and somebody that's been a figurehead, and might not be, might not have as much influence on the younger generation, or you know, somebody that has everything, you know. And for some people, like I got cars, I got money, I got war, you know accolades and awards and shit what yeah. what can you still run out of even with all that success attention you know what i'm saying and so you know i think he's on his way out this motherfucker so he's just like fuck it i'm just gonna say what i've been wanting to say um, <laughs> like you know i don't know if if you know the illuminati's called it he's like we, got, we about to punch your ticket nigga you got six weeks uh do what you want to do but you out of here in six weeks or he's he's dying. I don't know. It's just because, like I said, you know, he he has less fucks to give, but he's he's not really saying shit about himself. So in yeah. that regard, to look like sums eh, up, you know, you know, and I, I, maybe it is true. I'm not gonna say he's not right. But, uh, you know, it's not, he's lying because you know we don't know. But then, it, it, like, it's you know, it's two, three sides of the story. His side. Actually, two sides because it's his side. The other motherfuckers can't say nothing, and then the truth. So, um, you know, and then uh, I believe Rain Pryor came out because uh, one of Richard Pryor's ex-wives, um, you know, said it was true. Yeah, Pryor yeah. said well, she never liked that. She she hate Richard and she hate your ass too. So she just gonna you know she gonna go along with any fucking way. So I don't know what you think, man. Shit. <laughs> Oh no, I didn't really, I didn't really uh, dive too deep into it because, like I said, I didn't, I didn't know who the hell he was. But um, you motherfucker, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know what I, what I got from it was like, there's no reason for him to like just lie. You know what I mean? The older you get, the less of a filter you have, and. They say he's been in the industry for a while. He's been around everybody, so I'm, I'm sure he knows a lot of shit that a lot of a lot of things that people don't know. 
And like like you said, he probably on his way up out of here. So he like, let me go ahead and just get all this shit off. Yeah. But um Yeah, so that's it. <laughs> yeah. Uh so so we done? Is there anything for the day, for the week? Yeah. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the weekly fad. That's that's far, far against or don't care. And in this segment, are usually topics that people care for, don't care, yeah. or are against. So this week's on weekly fad. Yeah. <laughs> are you for, against, or don't care about? The stop and frisk rule. Ooh, Law. It's the oldie but goodie. This is this shit's still going on, man. It's uh well, did, did Trump did Trump bring it back? Yeah. Or he, he was did. trying to do some shit. I think he's trying to. Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, I guess I don't care about it. I'm against that shit, man. Like like I'm against that shit. Like you can say you you helping and stopping crime and all that shit, but you know, it's take it like it we don't have uh like a lot of you know like you know police are human and i think when you're giving a task like that for one most people that's a tedious fucking task two um you know the, the police at the end of the day you know they started as you know uh slave uh uh catchers or you know repo and go you know bring them back so it just kind of i think for me brings us back to that time where you know oh i see a young black man oh i'm gonna go fuck with him you know so i have i i I have the legal right to fuck with him you know no matter how many guns you're keeping off the streets you say um you know there's other ways to do that but a stop or frisk uh i could be walking down the street eating a popsicle and a motherfucker like hey man what you got on you yeah, I might have drugs in my pocket, but motherfucker, I didn't look suspicious. So you you don't you don't get to know that I have drugs in my pocket. You get to leave me alone because I am not breaking the law. I just got drugs in my pocket. Or or I have something in my pocket and or whatever. You know, like I'm just a regular motherfucker not doing nothing, but you know, you wanna fuck with me. And now it's escalating because I'm like, leave me alone, I don't have anything. And you don't like that I'm talking back, even though I'm really just defending my personal space. And it escalates, and now you can choke me out, or you can shoot me, or three or four of y'all can 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 hold me and detain me. And now, which is is legal to resist an illegal arrest, but because now uh, I have told you to leave me alone, now it becomes a legal arrest. Because you can say whatever the fuck you want. So, yeah, I think it's very uh, geared towards, uh, it's very racist um, practice, and I am against it. Okay, so me, I'm definitely against it. Um, First and foremost, uh, I think it's an invasion of privacy. Um, Two, it gives police the right to fuck with anybody and everybody for the quote unquote suspicion of whatever um and then three the point of the whole stop and frisk 
is I guess it's supposed to lower the number of guns on the streets and I'm sure if you pull up the uh, the stats uh, on um, when Stop and Frisk started and what it was before I feel like the numbers there will be a big difference in guns that are on the street so if it's still a policy that historically has been proven to not work why would you still use the policy you know what I mean so I don't know, I'm, I'm against it for, for a lot of reasons mainly because it just gives the police a reason to fuck with you yeah but doing something good I mean doing something bad or not and um, yeah so I'm against it alright next one same sex marriage are you for or against or don't care mm. yeah, that's interesting I guess I would say you're saying the legalization or just the fact that they're just getting married that's the legalization of it oh I'm for it um shit I mean motherfuckers is uh cheating on their husband and wives anyway shit they 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 do the same shit so let them let them get married and have to deal with uh deal with the laws like the rest of us shit you know um yeah I don't I don't yeah, you know what I'm saying um, I mean shit if you can afford a wedding and or afford the court papers and do what the fuck you want you know what I'm saying like the motherfuckers marrying goats and shit you know these are two human beings you know if they just have the same you know uh connections then you know shit let them you know, um, you know let them let them do what they do you know what I'm saying um shit but I don't know when they get together I, the, uh, the property value goes up so shit you know the more you know uh gay couples or whatever in the neighborhood shit let them get married man just, you know let's, let's, get, let's get this uh return on my investment out this motherfucker so you for it? Yeah. All right. So me, I am not against it. Um, I wouldn't say I'm for it. Gotcha. I feel what you're saying. Gotcha. But I'm more so in the don't care. <laughs> oh, yeah. and, oh. and the um, one reason I'm not uh, I'm not against it is. I feel like me being black and not that long ago I wasn't or my people weren't being included in things we were you know on the outskirts trying to get in so <laughs> but you did get to be in the house though <laughs> but um yeah so I feel like by me being black I shouldn't have the right to like want people to be excluded out of something you know what I mean because not that long ago certain people wanted black people to be excluded from being able to eat what they eat so I don't know just me being black I want to be inclusive I want everybody to be included in everything I want everybody to do whatever they want to do you want to marry a fucking car you want to marry another man or woman mm-hmm. go for it so I don't care about it so I can uh, I, um, I second that 
All right. That's all we got this week. We're done. <laughs> Go ahead and close it. <laughs> all right. Good night. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next week. That didn't sound as good as tomorrow, but. <laughs> all right. This is Convos with the Bros. Thank you guys for listening. See you guys. Cheers.